Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week for, well, this uh, long, long time. We're going on uh, three years, six months of this, and uh, so very, very happy to have you here from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, where we do it again. All right. Uh, all right. Hang out a second here. We got so much going on. Beauty and love, beauty and love, joy, happiness, and nothing but solitude. Solitude? Is that what something you want? Kenny says, is it time to bash the zenith? No, my friend. No, all is good. All is well. Holy cow. Um, all right. Now, I just finished up this show on... Um, on uh, on the huge show and i i can't tell you how much fun that was it was really really great um and and i i figured out why i like radio so much because when you do a show like this on the podcast you um it, it leaves nothing to the imagination you can say whatever you want um within reason i mean i can't start you know, talking shit like Alex Jones and get canceled. Uh, by the way, more on him later on today on the show. You can't do that, um, but you 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 know you can you can pretty much say whatever you want, and it's it's very loosey goosey, and there's no um, I don't know. It's just and and I, there's there's good and bad. It, there's positive things in both of these, um, but I had forgotten what I like about radio, and that is. The difference being that when you do a podcast, you can just say whatever you want, like I indicated. But when you get onto the radio, it's a little bit different. You have to have this bit of controlled chaos where it can kind of appear that it could go off the rails. But not exactly. Um, if you If you do... You know, then it's kind of it. It when you when you know that there's a mixed bag of people listening, you're more uptight about it. And for some reason, I like it. And that's a little weird because it's kind of a. You know, I um, I I cringe when I think about radio and its viability for the future. I I really do. I I just. I still like it. Even if, if no one's listening to it, I still like it. That's just the way it is. Chris writes, just listening to the huge show. And I was so hoping that Lomas Brown brought up your impersonation. And you know, that's interesting that you bring that up. I can no longer do an impersonation of Lomas Brown. And I can't make fun of him in any way, shape or form because I now it's funny till you till you know him, right? Isn't that what we used to say? It's funny because I don't know him. But as soon as you like, you know, speak with someone, it's like, eh. all right. So now I can't really. It was a good conversation. I like he he refers to himself though in the third person though, and as the big fella. Hey Lomas, how you doing? I don't want to do the impression. 
The big fella's doing good. Oh, who's that? That's me. Oh. Um, Chris writes, it was fun to listen to you on the radio again. He says, I love Twitch and the show, but it's a fun change of pace and a different cadence on the radio. And it was fun. Thought you did well mixing in sports in your way. And as always, the huge impressions were on point. I also have a few questions for Kyle. We are going to do Let's Kill with Kyle today. He missed yesterday. He had things going on. I guess one of you interacted with not Black Emilio in the wild. Gabe. Gabe D. And uh, I can't wait to share it with Kyle as to how how that interaction went with uh, not Black Emilio. So uh, Terry says no more slowness. Uh, yeah, I can't do it now. Uh, I've, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's weird because I know all of you, but I make fun of you, but it's, it's different with him. I think because he's not in on the joke, you know, of course, Nick takes it here and writes, this is what makes me think Eric would be the submissive in a dom sub relationship. And I think I know what those terms mean, but I'm not entirely sure. He enjoys being forced to submit to standards. What a strange little wayward uh, cretin you are. You, you realize you're one of the world's most disgusting human beings with that statement right there. No one wants to be around you. Because of a statement like that. Uh, Dennis actually says something intelligent. He says, the Lomas interview was awesome. You did this from home or did you go downtown? I actually went to the radio station and was hanging out. And that's that's something else. I like being, it's fun getting out of the house. I've said that before. I love getting out of here, you know? Uh, all right. So that was, uh, was kind of like uh, a big part of yesterday. We had... Uh, Lomas Brown on. I brought in Dog Thompson from the Griffins. I had uh, Darren McCarty on, who's just a joy to talk to. Well, th- they all were. It was it was great fun. And then I got a chance to uh, pick on Bill quite a bit. And um, I think, to me, the most memorable thing about that show, and it always works out this way, it's always the off-the-cuff moments that take place. I kind of, you just fall into, and I've always been a uh, believer in that. And uh, I actually have a moment here that I want to, I want to play for you another bit of audio like I did yesterday. And I, I have, uh, I've wanted to post these shows myself from the huge show, but if you search the huge show uh, on any podcasting app, you will, uh, you'll be able to find, find this if you want to hear it. Um, Bear with me. I got to actually thumb my way through it here. But the very, very last segment of this show, we were, um, I had to, I had to come back from a, uh, commercial break and, uh, do a read for brands, the local, uh, restaurant steakhouse chain. And this is how it went. Oh my gosh. Legendary six ounce steak and bake sizzling sirloin top. With their blend of seasoning and brushed with garlic butter and baked potato, just ten ninety nine. 
You can substitute a twice baked potato. Have you ever had a twice baked potato? You know. Oh yeah. You know it goes into that, right? You got to mash it and then you got to bake it. Yeah. It's so twice, bake it two times. You got. They got to do three. You take all that and fry it. Oh, triple baked potato. Uh, also, <laughs> add a side salad for a buck ninety nine. Add mushrooms, onions, or flavors. For a buck ninety nine. Sorry, no potato substitutions. That's a hard and fast rule. If you try to substitute potatoes, they'll say get out. There is no potato substitutions here. Bill tried that once. Johnny Brand Senior said, "Get out. You're dead to me." He's the reason that they don't do it anymore. I. He said, "I've tried to tell you. There's no potato substitutions here." Bill said, oh, huge. They named a steak after me or something. I think, is there, remember there was like a huge yeah, burger? Yeah, there was a huge burger. I think there might still be. Yeah. There There should be. I think so. And uh, Bill tried that with Johnny Brand. And uh, it was at poker night. He said, I think there should be potato substitutions. Johnny said, uh, do I tell you who to interview on the huge show? And was silent. Matt was silence. And Johnny said, uh, I asked you a question. Do I tell you what to do on the huge show? He says, nobody tells me what to do on the huge show. That's why I don't get air checks. Okay, that happened. And then that led into it. And then Johnny Fleet, you know those, if you, when you play poker, you got that little carousel that holds the chips? Oh, yeah. You ever seen soccer when they inbound the soccer ball <laughs> with two hands? Yep. Johnny grabbed the carousel and with two hands, like he's inbounding a soccer ball, bounced the whole thing off Bill's face. <laughs> the chips went flying everywhere. It was a hell of a racket. And he said, that's what I think about your potato substitutions. Now, don't come back. Stop. It was a huge fight. <laughs> It was terrible. It spilled out into the street, broken plate grass, uh, plate grass, uh, plate glass. I can't even say it. The poker chips, the cards, money, cops. It was terrible. Potatoes. All because of potatoes. Anyway, some of that is true. Go to brands and you can get all of that stuff. Hey, you know what? If Bill wants me to do the what's on tap segments, I will do those for free. If he ever needs me to call in and tell more amazing stories about the potato su- potato substitution. And that's my favorite. That's my favorite segment of the whole show. Uh, it was fun, though. The um, I've got I'm getting uh, various comments about how different it sounds. Yeah, I, I've noticed that, too. That is not my natural voice there. This is my natural voice. I keep. This microphone, this microphone is built to do the work appropriately. It doesn't really need a a big boost, you know? So I don't, it's it's remarkable to me that they, they, I'm not sure what exactly is going on there. Uh, Corey is kind of a sound file. He says it sounds very artificial and compressed. I'm with you. Yeah, I I wish I I don't have any, that's the engineers, you know? The way I have, I like it better on this and this little rinky-dink setup that I have at this house. It's not, uh, it's it's not over digitized or whatever the fuck they're doing. But uh, it, you're right about that. It it does have, um, <laughs> it does it does sound different. So, but uh, still enjoyed it. It was a good time over there, and uh, yeah, very uh, very much a ton of fun. Okay. 
there is uh, an absolute crisis going on and you might be like uh well yeah but uh, there's so what you know come on you're making a big deal about this it this is a huge deal huge uh 40% of the nation's baby formula supply is gone well they're it's like they they need 100% to feed the united states babies baby formula and there there's a massive shortage and this is fucked up okay and you might think well, all you have to do is think about somebody you know who's got a baby right now and this is a legit deal now not every mother or whatever who's ever having like uh you know it could be you could be worried about your grandkids or or your, or your daughter who's a mother or the baby whatever it doesn't matter there's a lot of people that are affected by this there's no baby uh formula they're they're down a huge huge amount of it and you know as it goes not every mother can breastfeed a baby if you uh are fortunate enough to have that happen then okay you're you're good as gold you're doing the old uh breast pump and then the baby drinks it right from the tap so it's all good to go but a lot of people like diana she was not able to breastfeed any of our kids. So uh, we had, oh my God. I tell you what, when you're raising kids, um, the way to get rich is when you start raising your children and you're utilizing formula and diapers. Okay. And then you're scraping every penny together to get that food. And then it's so expensive. Oh my God. To get uh, I mean, I remember like scraping money to go get a can of Similac, our last, our last dollars or diapers. The cost is so extravagant when they do get out of the diapers and get out of the formula. Don't start spending that extra money. If you invested it, you'd be a millionaire. If you just never, ever, um, took that money and spent it. You actually took it and then spent it on yourself and paid yourself back. Oh my God. That is a quick way to get rich. At least by the time you're ready to retire. Holy crap. A ton of money. So, um, moms everywhere are freaking out because they're like, Hey, do you have any? No, we don't have any. And, uh, and then there's, there's uh, an article that I was reading about how could this happen in America? Now, Everybody is blaming, I did that, Joe Biden for this. And it's like, I don't know how you could possibly blame him. Okay, first of all, if you're uh, a mom and your child only consumes formula, your little one, and suddenly um, you can get no formula, Pretty much your options are keep looking or go to one of these, if the child can uh, drink uh, breast milk, a breast milk bank. Because you can't just go on like uh, uh, Facebook Marketplace and buy breast milk. Okay. Um, and so because there's like... Uh, regulations you know there's you could be getting uh the milk from a lady who's strung out on heroin okay and then you know you give it to your kid and the kid's dead you know there's all sorts of 
uh, FDA things that have to go into it. The FDA is saying that uh, if after talking to your doc, you decide to feed a baby with human milk from a source other than the baby's mother, you should only use milk from a source that has screened its milk donors and taken other precautions to ensure the safety of its milk. Lawmakers are doing what they always do and making this a political thing and and blaming Joe Biden. But the long and the short of it is there was a massive recall put in place by the company that makes Similac, which accounts for a huge amount, huge amount of the nation's baby formula supply. Um, Many women who nurse still supplement with formula if their milk supply is low. In fact, around 50% of moms either give their babies breast milk and formula or just give their babies formula. Supply chain issues and inflation have contributed to the shortage, but Abbott Nutrition, who makes Similac, the recall of several major brands in February, seems to have taken the issue from a problem to a crisis. The recalls were necessary. Four babies fell ill, two died, from drinking infections caused by consuming formula that had chronobacter something something bacteria in it. Facility was shut down, has not yet reopened, and it gets worse. A whistleblower alleged as far back as October that the company Abbott had been covering up the fact that some of the batches of formula were contaminated. The Food and Drug Administration delayed inspections until January. Both may be culpable here. Did the FDA alert other brands of a possible supply crisis? Abbott produces Similac, which is about 40% of the entire market share. Still, there are upwards of 50 other formula brands available in the marketplace. Where are they? For months, according to this article, we've been talking about the supply chain crisis. This is apparently what it looks like when it hits home. And I don't mean you didn't get your latest Amazon Prime fine in two days. I mean, you're feverishly worried that the four cans Target lets you buy online will last until you can find more. This is legit. This is pretty fucked up. A manufacturing and delivery cycle now takes between 12 and 16 weeks from start to finish. Uh, Between freight delays, labor shortages, and winter storms, the 2021 supply chain issue created a 2022 supply chain crisis. Now, I, I don't believe that this is Joe Biden's fault. Lawmakers are saying, well, you've known about this since February. Why, why didn't you do anything, President Biden? You should have had a plan in place. And it's like, well, what the fuck? I mean, I don't understand what you could possibly expect. You've got a company that makes uh, 40% of the market share that goes basically uh extinct or belly up or shuts down because of this recall what's he supposed to do wave his magic wand is he supposed to order uh general motors to stop making cars and make baby formula because that you know how it is when they're during wartime you must stop building cars and build us tanks and somehow they managed to do that i don't that's crazy that that's a uh, amazing in itself but i don't think that uh it's quite the same for baby formula. I mean, maybe it is. Is this is this what uh, he's being blamed for? Not building a plant to to make baby formula for the world. So I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm not buying this grandstanding by Republicans demanding Biden, the Biden administration, immediately address 
the baby formula shortage. This is not a third world country, said uh, Representative Elise Stefanik, a Republican from New York, uh, speaking in front of uh, uh, the rotunda the, in D.C., saying this, and they're all gathering around, laying blame on Joe Biden, and he's like, what the fuck? You know, how could it? How, so now, so now people are going to take the I did that stickers, Okay, this is a verbal trademark idea. You assholes can go get your, I did that stickers and put them on the clear cases at Walgreens where they lock up the formula because it's all empty shelves now. This is to be the next thing. That's actually a great idea. Ultimately, you don't want Biden in office. So what you should do is anything that's going on in the world, you get an, I did that sticker. And you put it on it. Dead deer on the side of the road? I did that. Similac shortage? I did that. Uh, my podcast is shitty. I put it one on my forehead. I did that. That is where this is going right now. Uh, all right. Uh, Sarah makes a good point. I don't know. They quickly made a bunch of vaccines. That's a funny joke. But, you know, you realize the companies that were making the vaccines make vaccines for a living. Uh, all of the other companies that are making uh, a formula right now are, are, are working very hard. But suddenly the uh, uh, market share is depleted. The, the plant that makes the Similac is shut down. All right. Nick amazingly says Biden is not to blame for the shortage. It has to do with the recall. That's shocking to me that you would write something so uh, thoughtful, frankly. That is, that is, you have surprised me with that. So no, this is not a Biden thing, okay? The government can't help us. When something like this happens, let's not be stupid about this. However, we may have the recipe for repairing this just like that. Okay. Stay with me here. I see the two people in the audience that can fix this. One person's name is Kenny. The other person's name is Amanda. If Kenny has vicious sex with Amanda and she gets pregnant with Kenny's bald baby, Amanda will have, will give birth to Kenny's baby. And then Amanda will be lactating. And that is, well, it's the Niagara Falls of, of tit milk. Okay. That is what we will have there. Thank you. Tyler knows. He says those missile tits will become titty milk fountains. Oh, it'll be like when you turn on a fire hose. 
and she will become an absolute patriot. You know how back in wartime, World War II, you had Rosie Riveter rolling up her sleeve and let's get to work, America. She will be the new Rosie Riveter. It will be Rosie Titter. And it'll be, you know, she'll have, she'll be there with it. And it'll be like um, a propaganda piece where she's holding her titties with milk shooting out of them. And it's like nourishing America. There's like a mat below it as she sprays. (laughs) Pellerito says, blow the kid's head off with the milk rapids. Jesse says you don't even need to have sex or get pregnant. Well, I, I don't know about that. I can't, I don't know the logistics of how you make a woman lactate, but I know that that is one way to do it. And we all want those two to have sex anyway, and they should. They need each other. Opposites attract, all right? That was very nice of you, Nick, to give that to our Healy 69. Gave him a subscription. All right, so that's where I stand. That is my Eric Zane Show podcast, Quick Fix to the uh, formula shortage. I want to thank everyone who has been watching the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But the time has come for me to kick you to the curb like I like to do. Uh, I like to provide the open of the show, and then for the rest of the show, you need to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live and off you go. You can continue enjoying the show. That's the point of giving you the intro of the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, damn it, YouTube. Thank you and uh, goodbye. I sound like I'm drunk. Okay. Uh, we are, I think we're alone now. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. Uh, I need to turn on the air conditioner. Stay put. I'll be back. Friday the 13th. I see that. Everybody's like, oh my God. I saw a fun little thing on uh, the internet's funny. It was uh, uh, Jason sitting on a, on, a, on a couch with his machete, patiently waiting, as it said, uh, Thursday 12. Today's the day, Friday the 13th. Oh my God. All right. There you go. Um, sorry. I'm a little distracted. I apologize. Uh, 
guess I can call him. I've been trying to do this intro, but I've been massively distracted. Uh, hey, Rick. Hey, what? How are you, buddy? Great. Yeah, I, uh, I, I wasn't. Uh, I, I think we got into. I didn't. Uh, I, I hope I wasn't rubbing you the wrong way. It wasn't my uh, intent. I, I have to get. You every, rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. Uh, that isn't what the intent was. I mean, let me explain to the audience. I, I, I didn't really want to talk about this on the podcast, but you. Um, and we don't have to. No, no, no. I, I, I want to now. I mean, the cat's kind of out of the bag, and I'm, I'm like, you know, kind of like distracted. But, um, so. What had happened was this morning I sat down here to do the show and I saw a text message from this is Rick from TC Paintball, of course. Saw a text message from yesterday and it was Rick and I got the impression he was not happy. He did not he's not a fan of the fart mic. And he told me that. And uh he said, I'm not gonna listen anymore. I'm announcing my departure. I'm not listening to someone fart on the mic. And then you said, be better. And I said, er, I'm sorry about that. And, um, and then uh, I called you because I wanted to talk to you off of the podcast to kind of like follow up on that. You know, hey, sorry about that. And, you know, whatever. And then um, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, it didn't go through because you were getting the kids off to school. So no big deal. And then you texted, and then I said, hey, I got to start the show. I'm doing the podcast. I can't talk to you right now. Um, I, I really don't want to talk about it. I'll just, I mean, I pretty much took care of it. Like, hey, sorry about that. So I was hoping that that's where it would lie, but you apparently still wanted to talk about it. And then you followed up with another text. You, you told me to fuck off. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. What did I do to deserve the fuck off? I'm, I'm, I'm on your team here. I'm the, I'm the one telling you, okay, all right, I get it. So the I, fuck off, the fuck off what was it is in direct uh, response to you saying, I'm starting my podcast. I don't want to discuss this with you. Oh, uh, that was where the fuck you came from. Yeah, no. Oh, okay, it, well, fuck you then. No, 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 no. I didn't. I, 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 what I meant, maybe I should have clarified a little further. I was kind of in a rush when I wrote it. I, I really didn't because I thought I said, hey, sorry. I mean, that's really all you need, right? We don't need to have like a conversation. You don't, you don't need to apologize to me. You don't. I mean, I'm, I'm, not your, I'm not your sole audience, but if that's what the audience wants, then you give the audience what they want. But I was just saying that I can't listen to that. Like, I have a lot better things to do with my day than listen to some asshole fart into a microphone. Yeah. Um, all right. You know, I get it. I, I, I'm not. I. I I think that's a I think that's a good thing that I should maybe back off of that. Some people probably don't like it. Okay, but no, so your your text, and maybe I took it the wrong way, like you said in your text, it is hard to get context from a text. Right. You don't really know tone of voice. Right. And when you sent that, that pissed me off. So I'm oh. like, fuck this guy. Yeah, I know, I know. I well that's I'm that's why I'm calling you to clarify it. That that was no no ill will there. I'm on. I'm on well, your. Then my, then my fuck you is a little bit too harsh ah, ah. now, knowing what your tone was, because I, I was just responding to what I thought you were saying to me. Of course, of course, this is a classic. This is why text is the is uh, it's it's it ruins everything. Agreed. Okay, so no big deal. No big deal. Sorry, I don't. I don't want you to feel bad about anything. 
Listen, you apologize for apologizing to me. Apologize for apolo- Okay, I'm sorry I apologized to you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. Everything else good today? Everything is great. Okay. All right. We'll take care. I will talk to you soon. See you, bye. All right, bye. Okay, so... Um, let's see. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what happened. Um, I'm not listening to you. Fart into a mic. Be better. Er, sorry about that. And I thought it was done. And then he wrote hack. I'm like, oh no, he's pissed. I said, that's okay. I'm starting my show now. I'm hoping you're not really angry about something like that. I can't tell over text. If you are, I'm probably going to avoid a conversation about this. I'll not do it anymore though. That's what I wrote. He, he didn't, he couldn't memorize the text probably because he was using the phone. I said, I'll not do it anymore though. So I thought that was it. And then he wrote, in all honesty, it's hacky farts, not good content. I had to turn off the Patreon the other day when you did it again. I said, please, I'm doing my podcast and I do not want to discuss this with you. That's what pissed him off. And, and he was, he was pissed. Huh? You fucking called me to discuss it. I'll listen to something else. You self-important fuck. And I wrote, no, sir, I didn't want to call you on the podcast. I wanted to talk to you personally. I was going to reassure you that I wasn't going to do that anymore. Now, when I went to turn on the air conditioner, that's when I saw all that. And I went, oh, fuck. Now, I, I didn't want him to be pissed for two hours while I'm doing this show. So I said, well, I got to call him to clear it up. And I'm kind of glad I did, you know, and then you can... Uh, Oh God, that scared me. That 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 made me think that I was like losing a friend. Have you ever uh have you ever had that feeling like you like something um something weird happened and then someone hated you? That's that's what I felt there. It was not good at all. Oh man. Whew. Oh God. All right. Corey says, time for me to go back and clip all the times you did it. Malicious1313 says, R.I.P. Fart Mike. Um, there's also other comments, well, which I'll let I'll let uh, I'll let those be. Uh, I'll just let this go. I don't want I don't want anything else to get weird. It's already weird enough. God dang. All right. The show, of course, happens on Twitch, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Also bringing you my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Thank you so much to them. Um, while I'm at it, Blue Frost IT covers me on uh, Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. And then the almighty Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Buyinsurancehere.com brings you the show on uh, YouTube. Okay. Boy, that, 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 uh, that messed me up. I don't, uh, I don't feel comfortable right now. Everything's kind of wonky. Okay. 
Now, so this is a perfect opportunity for me to screw up a story. So I've got the video. Okay, we have another great local story of a builder trying to scam people, and then they call the local TV reporter to try to get the money back. These are always amazing to me. West Michigan, uh, homeowners that paid to have remodeling jobs get underway, that money has disappeared. And the man behind the company claims he doesn't know where it went. Target 8 investigator Henry Erb has been following the trail of the vanishing cash and now reports that it's become a criminal case. You gave them money up front for materials and to get the ball rolling. But the ball rolled nowhere. Mark Stratton was getting worried. He paid $28,000 to get work started on remodeling the kitchen of his home near Gowan in northern Kent County. Months. Oh, it's a good thing. This is this place is like mine. It's a it's a clutter festival. Somebody needs some California closets. Look at that kitchen. Oh my God! All of this shit should be. He doesn't need a new kitchen. He needs someone to declutter his life. Holy! And the least he can do was do the fucking dishes before Henry Herb shows up. It's past. No materials. No work crew. I begged and pleaded for him to come out. And he didn't know what happened to his 28,000 bucks. He finally concluded, We're being taken advantage of here. So the whole idea of when you hire a contractor and you have to pay up front. Hey, I need this up front. Um, that's a little weird, you know, because like the way we're doing it now with Kyle. Yeah, I'm just giving him cash. But he is, he's doing it like, hey, I need these materials. Either I'll go buy them or he buys them and gives me the receipt and then I Venmo him the cash. I think gone should be the days where you have to pay a contractor up front. I know it's just some guy in my basement, but why can't it be that way? You know, um, if someone charges you X amount of dollars for labor to do a job, you should be able to break that down into an hourly rate. Okay. And, and kind of depending on how, let's say he says, I guarantee you I'm going to give you 40 hours each week. And he's there for 40 hours and you, you, and he's, you know, you, you break down the cost of the labor by week and just pay him that way. That's the way we're doing it here. At least hell he, he reached out to me yesterday. He goes, I need another uh, jug of uh, three and a half gallon bucket of primer, have them shake it. And I need paint pans or I'm not coming. Don't worry. You got it. He's probably in the basement right now. Stratton says he needs the money back to be able to hire another contractor who actually will do the kitchen remodel got the feeling that he's really good on look at the dry erase board it says take probiotics this guy has a problem with his colon look at fly swatter you got the seasoning over here uh all sorts of messages on the dry erase board that i can't make out can you imagine if it said monday anal tuesday pegging wednesday gang bang telling a story repeated some 90 miles away near Goebbels in Van Buren County where there should be an addition to this house by now a widow gave the same builder $160,000 wow. started on an addition to her son's home so she could move in wait the widow okay her husband died and she's gonna move in with her son so they're making son's home bigger for a hundred and sixty thousand dollars Holy shit. I mean, I get it. You know, you want to stay close to your loved ones, but that's that's incredible. But after a year of no work and no word on what became of their cash, they sued. They got a court judgment, but they are still waiting for their money. 
The builder was a company called Lifetime Home Products, run by a Gun Lake businessman. Look at this guy. Sandcliffe. Hancliffe wouldn't talk on camera, but sat down with us last month and admitted that Stratton's money was gone. Hancliffe says he doesn't know where the money went, even though it's he his does, He doesn't know where the money went, so he gets 20 some thousand dollars from the first guy, 160 from the next. And uh, I don't know. It's a mystery to me. He says an employee was... He pulls up in like an $80,000 car. ...was in charge of paying the bills and spent the money probably to keep the business going during the COVID shutdown. Hold on. Let me let me hear that again. Maybe... ...this man named Trace Antcliffe. Antcliffe wouldn't talk on camera, but sat down with us last month and admitted that Stratton's money was gone. Antcliffe says he doesn't know where the money went. Even though it's his company, he says an employee was in charge of paying the bills and spent the money probably to keep the business going during the COVID shutdown. Yeah, I, I seriously doubt that this guy has any employees. Um, so he's making that employee was him spending that money recklessly. Maybe, but in Michigan, that's a crime. If you give a contractor money for a job, they can't spend it on anything. No. Else. It's called the Michigan Builders Trust Fund Act. Antcliffe claims that he is not responsible for the vanishing money. <laughs> He's not responsible? What the fuck? He is not a criminal. But the Van Buren County prosecutor doesn't see it that way. She has now charged Antcliffe with violating the trust oh, fund. Oh, shit. And an even bigger felony worth a possible 20 years in prison. Fraud. Taking the money for the Goebbels job under false pretenses. Antcliffe blames COVID for his current trouble and for killing his company. But Target 8 investigators found Antcliffe has been sued more than 30 times. Wow! Going back two decades. He was convicted of embezzlement in the 90s. A bad check charge in 2006. That's the face of an asshole. Look at this guy. Holy shit. And just four months ago, he pled guilty in Barry County to a charge of failing to pay employees. In that case, he wrote 22 bad checks worth $36,000. Wow. Antcliffe told shit. us he paid that money back. He belongs in jail. Antcliffe has left hard feelings among customers across West Michigan. Jeff and Cheryl Steffens hired Lifetime Home Products to double... Hasn't anybody ever done a Google review search on this guy? How, how can someone like this continue to get business? Are you telling me that if you look this guy up, it's it's all it's five stars across the board? Jesus, people, do your research. The size of their home on a lake near Fremont. And he told us that first check was for the lumber. They later found out that the lumber money vanished too, and the supplier was coming after them by getting a lien against their property. Oh, but what? That their relationship with Antcliffe was already the suppliers coming after after hit Trace or the homeowner falling apart he says next week we're gonna start on the floor and we're gonna you know and i was all excited about that and then you know everything just last time we saw anybody the Steffens say they had just given antcliffe a forty thousand dollar payment but were left with an unfinished house nothing no wow. paint it just a shell it looked like we were starting from scratch they say they finished the job themselves with the help of friends neighbors family members and at least one of antcliffe's former workers you know, I was climbing ladders and doing things that I never wanted to do. Antcliffe says he didn't abandon the job that the Steffens fired him. Still, they got a court judgment against him for triple damages. Antcliffe says he's willing to pay them what he owes, but not triple the amount. 
He told us he has a plan to pay everybody else back over the next six months. Uh -huh. So far, even with court judgments, some people haven't seen any payback. In Gowan, Mark Stratton says he did get a couple of checks from Antcliffe this year, but not the last two payments. As is often the case, though, money is not the only issue, but it involves something in people's lives as big as a house. It's so emotional. Compartmentalize, go to work, and trying to be happy around everybody. It's been tough. In Van Buren County, the prosecutor filed charges against Antcliffe last week, but he is yet to be arrested. I've targeted him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta, what you gotta do is you, he's gotta be arrested, and you gotta bring all of these uh, uh, people who've been grifted by him to the actual arrest. My God. <laughs> Jason says his big plan is to win mega millions. <laughs> Payback via Ponzi. You're right. It does seem like a Ponzi scheme, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Uh, God help the guy in my basement, Kyle B., if he ever decides to try to do anything that's not on the up and up. Because the queen of the forest would actually kick his ass. Forget, fuck the, fuck the police. Holy shit. Terry adds a nice joke. $160,000 is all the money in the community of Goebbels. That just sounds like an impoverished community by the name of it. Goebbels. I don't know why. Jesus. He steps out of his truck and a quarter million in scratch tickets falls falls out of the pickup. Adam says, isn't that a beer? Goebbels? It is a beer. I remember Goebbels. Goebbels beer. Holy shit. Oh, my God. What an absolute mess. Okay. I got to catch up on uh, some sponsors because Kyle is going to be in here from Dumpster Divers. I'm looking forward to uh, him joining us. Let's see. I got to make sure I get the uh, the video up and running for him. All right. Kyle newly married. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. All right. Thank you so much to Bennett Flooring Installation. You will not be grifted by any of these hardworking sponsors. If uh, you're looking for a flooring install reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. Call Jacob Bennett. Hello, this is Jacob. Uh, when you reach out to him, he'll set up an appointment to come to your place and measure the room. And then by the end of the day, you've got an estimate. I just got an estimate for the basement and for the bedroom that Benny likes to urinate in. Um, in that room, there's holes cut out of the carpet where he's peed because it smells so bad. His pee makes cat urine smell like apple cider. Oh my God. And uh, so he went in there and goes, yep, seen this a million times. I go, yeah, I know. Um, at the, uh, when we're all said and done with it, there will be no carpeting in this home. Okay. So he sent me the estimate and, what and he did the basement he did 
the bedroom upstairs and he did the steps going from the basement. And then I look at the prices. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is so amazingly affordable. Okay. Dirt cheap. The cheapest you will find to get the flooring installed. You buy the stuff. Uh, if you want to save yourself some cash, rip out the old stuff as best you can. Um, they'll even give you advice on how to do that. All right. They are absolutely awesome. The flooring ambulance, the flooring department ambulance will show up. It's a black uh, ambulance. Used to be an ambulance. Now it's his work truck. It's ridiculous and awesome. Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. He even has a couple of air horns on the front bumper that are like illegal because it used to transport people after they were injured in its previous life, this former ambulance, the flooring department ambulance. And um, you're not supposed to have them hooked up because they're so loud. He, of course, hooked them up. And I said to him, I go, you got to lay on the horn uh, with every successful job installed. That should be, you should allow the homeowner to lay on the horn. That would be so much fun. Maybe, maybe not. The flooring that I want you to buy comes from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet on Chicago Drive in beautiful Granville, Michigan. You can save money. You will save money. It is the lowest price for flooring anywhere. Most places where you buy flooring, it's a showroom. You walk in there and you say, oh, okay, hey, I want to buy this. And they go, all right, yeah, you're, it'll be in in a, a week. And then off you go. That's because they're ordering it after you make the purchase. And with that, um, the flooring arrives at the uh, store, the showroom, and then it, they put it into your hands, and you're paying what you normally would uh, for that type of service. However, just down the street from the Johnson showroom, they have the discount outlet where you don't have to do that. They have the top-selling brands and styles on display because they have a enormous warehouse, the discount outlet, to put all this stuff. So they get it for much cheaper than if you ordered it specifically for one job. See what I'm saying? <clears throat> Excuse me. So you've got stacks of different types of flooring there. You walk in, say, hey, I uh, listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. They give you 10% right there of the already low price. Uh, if you didn't even say my, the name of my show, you still would be play, playing, paying for the uh, paying the least amount for flooring. I, I, I swear, I sound like I'm drunk. I'm still messed up in my head about Rick. Oh, man, I feel so bad about that. I am so sorry. And he goes, don't say sorry for saying sorry. Well, he was so pissed off at me. I thought he was going to kill me. Holy shit. He told me to fuck off. Anyway, Johnson Carpet, one floor and home. Uh, love my friends at Bosco's Pub. Get a get a burger from Bosco's Pub. Get a drink. Get a, get a, a draft beer. Get a bottle of beer. Mixed drink, whatever it may be, Bosco's Pub in beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. Thank you so much to them for being on board with the show. Bosco's Pub, can't miss them. Head over there and, uh, yeah, go see what's going on at Bosco's Pub. They are fantastic. All right, I just got to notice that Kyle is here. So I'm going to bring him in right now. Aha. 
Should be here in a many second. Hey, buddy. I admitted him. Aha! Hey, hey! Boom, boom. <laughs> hey, I can hear you. Oh, shit. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize we were in already. My bad. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. I'm just adjusting your screen so people can see you. All right. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, I need to sign into the... No, nah, I don't need to see myself. We're cool. We all need to see. Are you kidding me? Uh, t Tell me about the wedding. Dude, wedding was sick, dude. Wedding was uh, pretty nice. We uh, The place that we had... Let, let me tell you about... Although I can't tell you too much shit because... Oh, shit. I'm running over cords here. Um, I can't tell you too much shit because I got to have... Uh, expert content for the chibian show <laughs> um but no dude it was sweet dude the the cabin was sweet just check out check out my facebook if you want to see some sweet ass pics but um rented that rented that sweet ass cabin out and uh which was glorious and then um on the wedding day itself uh like they have like this uh arbor there where you can get married you know like it was like it overlooks the mountains and like this sweet ass scenery and um, let me let me tell you what happened, Eric Zane. The day of the wedding, all of a sudden the the weather is like it's fucking gonna rain all day. Ninety like ninety percent chance, like you're fucked basically. Like you you can't get married outside. But then, magically, right when like like a half an hour beforehand, like it just like opened up. Like the the skies were just like you're good, dude. And then so sun came out. It was like awesome views and so we got the wedding done and about like 10 minutes after that it started raining again so it was fucking cool dude so basically uh the gods were were smiling on you oh for sure yeah and uh, I, which is what i was hoping was gonna, gonna happen too because i was like dude like we got like part of the reason we got this place was for the arbor overlooking this majestic landscape from which there's no escape and then I was like, no, nah, it can't be raining, dude. And uh, so it worked out pretty good, dude. Well, congratulations. Everybody's happy for you. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, you I, tell you I, I will tell you this, Eric Zane. This, uh, that's just, this cracks me up a little bit. Um, so <laughs> me and Blue, um, when we were trying to figure out what to wear, I was telling her, I was like, listen, dude, I don't know how to tie a bow tie. So if we're going to get a bow tie, it's got to be like an automatic clip on one. You know what I mean? Because... I got no clues here. And so I said that and then um, just kind of didn't think about it after that. And uh, so she got me a real bow tie. Um, <laughs> so I'm downstairs trying to get dressed, right? And I'm getting frustrated, dude. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I told her, I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to tie a bow tie. So then I'm on YouTube trying to watch videos of like how to do bow ties. That's what you do, of course. That's what you do, but here's what here's what happens. These dudes who make these fucking videos on YouTube, I think like it's a joke. Like it's a joke with all of these guys that like have tie shops or bow tie shops or whatever. Right. Like, yes. Put the videos on, because I'm following the video and like six steps in, golden dude. Like I'm doing everything the guy says, totally good. Then you get to like the seventh step and he's like, all right, and you're just gonna do this or whatever. And at the end of that step. 
this guy's got a bow tie and what I have is like <laughs> fucking nothing. Dude. Like I'm just like like when I'm like like I tried to like I tried to tie some rope together. Right. Yeah. Like, what it, the fuck's going on here? Yeah. It, it's like your your shoes look better. You know? Yes. Oh fuck. Jesus. Yeah. So anyways, I was down there for like twenty minutes, like getting pissed. And then um one of my okay, so I don't think I've ever explained this to you guys before, but here's here's all the ways that uh, Blue's family and my family are connected, and this is going to make sense. So Blue, of course, grew up down the street from me, but we never like were friends really or chatted or nothing. But then she was friends with my younger sister, which is why we didn't chat really. Um, but Blue's cousin was also one of my best friends from high school too. Bruce is his name. And um, so, you know, we still hang out all this time and stuff, too. And also, <laughs> a dude that I met in third grade, um, one of my friends, Ryan, married Bruce's sister. And so, the, anyways, a bunch of people were at the wedding who I've known for years, right? Okay. And so, Br- Bruce's sister, who knows how to tie bow ties because she worked at Disney, <laughs> so she comes downstairs. She was like, "I heard you needed help trying to tie a bow tie." And I'm like, "Please, please help me, because I'm fucking struggling, dude." <laughs> and um, anyway, so we got it all figured out. But, yeah, so Bruce's Bruce's sister, who is my friend's, so my friend's sister from way back, who's also Blue's cousin, helped me figure that shit out, baby. Dude, congrats, congrats. Did you did you go? Did you uh, do the uh, waterfall hike? Did you do any waterfall hikes? I. We did see a waterfall, but it wasn't like a waterfall hike per se. Um, but we went to, um, you know, various scenic drives because Blue was like, I need to see a fucking bear, dude. <laughs> uh, she, was, she was like, I want to see a bear. <laughs> and um, so I was like, we'll try to see some bears, dude. So we drove around. We did see some bears like, oh, fuck. There goes the lights. Uh, we saw some bears like way in the distance, but we didn't get to see any up close. Uh, but my dad uh, somehow like, fucking I, bears. <laughs> my dad is like the bear whisperer, I guess. And he saw he got like pictures of like four different encounters with bears, like right up close, like right next yeah. to his car and shit. Wow, and like, that's uh, so you- that, yeah, that's that's always fun. I mean, when if you see a, that's what everybody wants to do is see a bear. Uh huh. And so yeah, we did see some like pretty far away, like off in the dist, but um. We didn't get to see any up close, but yeah, we went on like some some scenic drives. We went to Cades Cove and all that stuff, and with my sister's family too. And we, you know, saw the old like the old the old settler cabins from like the I don't know 1700s, 1800s. I don't know. I had a uh, went back in the day. Yeah, I've I, I had a horrible experience at Cades Cove, um, which oh, if, for people who don't know, it's this uh, um, open meadow that is surrounded by mountains where a lot of families settled there. Back at the time, Kyle was describing that he had their own community. Think of like the movie The Village by M. Night Shyamalan, okay? Yeah, dude. <laughs> okay? So um, I – and that's where you see a lot of bears, by the way. Uh, we went – we parked the car because you can drive the route to look at some of these old structures. And we're walking up to it, Kyle. And I've told uh-huh. this story before. A, a large bug flew, and it actually went in my ear, like deep into the ear. <laughs> oh, shit. And, he, and I, could, I could feel him, like, crawling around in there. And it was unbelievable because I could hear his wings, you know, buzzing. And he was biting the inside of my ear 
Very, and it hurt like fuck. And I'm trying to jam. <laughs> I'm trying to jam my fucking finger into there, and I think I killed it, and it stayed in there. So then I'm laying on the ground on the side on my side, and Diana's pouring water in my head. I'm like, oh god, make it stop! Oh my god, the kids are like, fucking, what is going on with that? All these other tourists are are uh, watching me as I'm writhing in pain as this bug is eating my ear meat. And then, uh, as Corey, as Chris says, and then we got in the car and we left. I couldn't, I couldn't, that it was terrible. Sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. That, I feel bad for you, dude. That's, I mean, I hate bugs. I mean, I'm not like freaked out by bugs, but bugs fucking suck. Dude. <laughs> definitely, definitely spiders suck. That's for damn sure. But, um, I, I mean, I got some big ass fucking ears and I've never had that problem. Hey, so. do you have big? I never, I never looked at your ears. What do your ears look like, Eric Zane? <laughs> I think they're normal. Mine, like, like, they're like pressed to the side of my head. It doesn't even look like I have them after I have the headphones on. I know a guy who, I know a guy who died from a mosquito. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, he got like that. In his ear? No, no, he got he got bit by it, and it it was carrying. Uh, I think it was I forgot some type of virus, and uh, it was a it was a TV reporter. Local TV reporter named Barton Dieters. He got bit by a... Oh, Bart, I know that name. You know Bart, Barton Dieters, Yeah, he fuck, it killed him. He, he got some type of uh, equine horse. I don't know what the fuck it was. So one of those viruses. And uh, yeah, that was it. The, he got bit by a mosquito and then it killed him. Fucking Barton Dieters, dude. Yes. Damn. Anyway, that's kind of a bummer. I, I don't know why I brought that up. What an asshole. <laughs> So, hey, does your kid utilize formula? No. So, uh, no, not, not really. He, this fucking kid, um, so he was breastfed for a long time, and then we quit, we quit that. Um, and now we're, like, trying to, like, get him to drink regular milk and stuff. Yeah. And uh, he, he's, like, not into it. So I got to fucking force feed him, like, regular milk. Um, but he, I mean, he slams water and stuff like in juices, like some various juices. What is, uh, um, well, yeah, this, what is involved in force feeding a child milk? How does, how does that work? You, I, I don't know. I, have, I haven't tried it yet, but seriously, like this, I'm like, fuck, I'm a kid. Like you need fucking calcium, dude. Like we're trying to get you to grow here, dude. And, um, he's like, I mean, we put like, you know, the almond milk, regular, we'll try like various various milks and he's just like nah dude give me some water no it's like no that sucks dude almond milk is shit you realize it's just water strained through crushed almonds for sure okay i'm just trying to get this kid some damn calcium what about what about if you take um milk and add like hershey's syrup to it and make it chocolate milk or you just give the kid chocolate milk I seriously, I said that and I presented the idea to Blue and it was vetoed because she was like, we're not fucking going to be giving him all that sugar and stuff. And Oh, no. So She's wrong. Well, I want you to tell her this. <laughs> this is what you tell her. Right. You say Eric Zane has raised three kids and he was told by his doctor for his kids because they did the same fucking thing. They were almost malnourished, especially my oldest one, Jim. Oh, and the sad. doctor said, he goes, I am prescribing... French fries, chocolate milk, hamburgers, doesn't matter. He needs calories to grow. Feed the child what the ice cream, doesn't matter. Just give the kid food. And I said, all right, sounds good. Chocolate milk, Exactly. So you tell her to shut the fuck up.
and do what <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> and uh and by the way amanda says they make sugar-free chocolate milk now so there you go. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm seeing that. Might have to gonna have to give that a go. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, chocolate milk. My top two drinks of all time. Um, like if I was on my deathbed and someone asked you guys uh, th- these things, my top two drinks are chocolate milk and grape soda. So I'm all about it, dude. I am. Uh, we are cut from the same cloth because I don't. I think there's. Uh, I'm a big fan of of Fago grape. Uh, are you into the orange as well? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, give me the colors, dude. Any any of the colors? That, I mean, uh, red pop, yeah, red pop. Yeah, really, any of the fagos? Yeah, I'll slam. Oh, red pop is is solid. Yeah, I'll slam any of the fagos. Um, I don't really have a problem with any pop. Really, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know it. It I think it's fantastic. And then you got the cream soda. And I think I don't even think Fago is sold. I think it's sold regionally. Like some of these audience members, they don't have any fucking idea what we're talking about with Fago. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about. And that's that. and that's ridiculous. I know. Like, what's going on, Fago? Like, fucking figure it out, dude. Let's go nationwide, dude. Yeah. What what kind of fucking business plan is that? Where you don't make it available to everybody. I mean, if if they'd like it in one place, they're probably going to like it in another place. Fucking make the shit and put it out there. Dude, you know? straight. I you know that yeah, there's some interesting board meetings going on at Fago. Yes. Like Jim like Jim's like, dude, we need guys, let's go nationwide with this. And Frank's like, Jim, if you say that shit again, I'm gonna fire your ass, dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, we, we our goal here is to not make any more money. We don't wanna make any more money. So you shut up. If you suggest us to make money, you're out. <laughs> uh speaking of business, one of uh the amazing audience members interacted with uh our pal Emilio. Oh yeah? Yeah, I even have a picture. Um, oh, let's show it, Dad. Yeah, this. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna be able to see it here, uh, but my, th- there you go. I'm holding it up to the uh, camera. That is the dumpster divers vehicle right there, and uh, Gabe, Gabe D was the guy, and uh, he writes, "I'm taking advantage of the sponsors. However, I don't think Emilio is fond of being referenced as not Black Emilio." <laughs> All he said to me was, "Yup, I'm not black," and left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yup, I'm not. I just left. Yeah, Emilio. What? What day? Do you know what day this was? I need. Let me look at my schedule here, dude. He sent it. Um, he sent it yesterday, but that might be an old picture. He it. He sent me that picture at 1:11 p.m. yesterday. Inch. Okay, so I, I'm looking at the wrong shit. Actually, actually, I can't pull. I'm I'm all out of, I'm all out of sorts right are, now. Are you getting um, in the weeds? Are you getting in the weeds right now? I'm getting in the weeds, dude. I hate yeah, that. I need to, I'll look it up. Gabe D. I know we dropped a dumpster off to a guy named Gabriel Domingo. Uh, uh, does that sound? Is that him? Do you know? Well, are you sure it's Domingo? Could it be Dombrowski? Oh, you know what? We did drop. I think we did drop off a dumpster too. That's hilarious. Yeah, if it was, if it was this week, so this, so I was gone, right? So right. I was out, and um, so Emilio, we had uh, Tony, who was our other employee. He was here on like Monday and Wednesday, um, but the other guy was off this week. So Emilio was just running 
like running rampant, dude. He was like running late, like past five each day because yeah. we were just slammed. So he might have just been like pissed the fuck off. Uh, probably. I mean, <laughs> that happens to people when they, uh, you know, they, they get really stressed out. They're like, oh, fuck, I don't even know what to say because he's, he's probably yeah. think his, his mind's going a million miles an hour. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I, I gotta ask about it now, though. <laughs> but yeah, I could totally see him just being like dead eye in the face, just going, "Yep, I'm not black," and just rolling. Well, it's so pretty funny, dude. I don't want to piss him off if I keep calling him not black Emilio. I mean, that that was the nickname was created because I thought he was black. Uh huh. So if he doesn't like it, let me know. I mean, yeah, I. I I've never, I don't think I've ever asked that specific question. So I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll ask him. <laughs> Say, uh, Emilio, Eric Zane wants to know if you're offended that he, your nickname is not Black Emilio. And if he is, then I won't call him that anymore, you know? Uh huh. Yep. I will. Well, I'll figure it out, dude. Okay. So what else is going on, Kyle? You have anything burning on your brain that you do? I, I like how you're saving the good stuff for the Chibians podcast. I know, right? I thought that was, I mean, is that smart? I don't know, but I thought it was pretty smart. Um, but also, um, yeah, I've gotten in trouble a little bit with blue, so I, I can only do that like once a week. Um, so I will, be, I think I'll be able to like put on like a bunch of, just like a bunch of content if I'm only doing it one, once a week, I think. Of course. You should have no problem. Um, so here's the first, did you, <laughs> I, I, I was running around this morning, so I wasn't listening. Did you, were you talking, did you talk about this guy, uh, the actor James Cromwell at all today? Um, when did, recently? I think I did mention this, uh, in the past week, but go ahead, please. I, I can't remember if I, um, I think I did share it on the podcast yesterday. Yes. About, about when he glued his hand to the Starbucks counter? Yes, we yes, about? yes, it was yeah. yesterday. Okay. Yeah, if you already talked about it, then I'm not No, do it. it. Do it, because it's worth mentioning again. It's, it's, it's a fantastic... That, him on that counter, and then, <laughs> and then he's describing... It's ridiculous that he's doing that. I mean, I could see... In a lot of ways, I see when people do protest what happens to animals. I really do. But he's protesting uh -huh. the upcharge. He says that <laughs> if a if a person wants non dairy in their in their latte, they shouldn't have to pay for it. He's trying. That's like me telling you, Kyle, you can't charge me for a dumpster. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know that was so that was the first thing I noticed. I was like when I was reading it, I was like, is he just pissed about the upcharge, um, which whatever, like that's one thing. But then I started thinking about this. Right. I'm like, OK, so he's wearing a free the animals T-shirt. Right. So right. obviously it's animal rights and whatnot. And then I go, OK, wait a minute. He glued his hand to the counter. I go, wait till he finds out what glue is made out of. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that, that was like the, that was like my my big thought as i was like why would you use glue to do it dude and then i'm also like also gluing just gluing your hand to the counter like if i was just a starbucks worker making i don't know 13 bucks an hour tops i'd just be like i don't care dude like i'm just gonna, like your hands glued to the table like what are you gonna do you know what I mean? yeah i would put the drink on his hand say here you go sir <laughs> Uh, or, you know, if you, if you push him off his, he's going to half his hands going to stick on the fucking thing. If that glue's worth anything, 
I know. Yeah. Then I read that he just like took it off with like a knife and I'm like, damn dude, that's kind of rough. Uh, Dennis says super glue isn't made from animal hides. So um, maybe, oh, he, maybe not. he, maybe he did that. But I, you know, the thing is, I don't know how they got that handoff so easily. Maybe that wasn't even glue. Maybe that was like jizz or spit or something. And he was just <laughs> saying it's glue because have you, did you ever experiment with super glue when you were a kid and put and stick your fingers together? Oh, for sure. And you can't oh, yeah, get them sure. undone. You can't get it undone. I know. It's like, and he just did it with a knife. Like, see, that seems, it seems fishy, dude. I'm, I'm calling great James Cromwell into the fucking spotlight, dude, because I'm, that's fishy. I, I, uh, but every time they do this, every time they do this, I've bitten every time I've talked about it. And that's, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get people to talk about it. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm for sure. Hey, what is, uh, what is Fart Mike? Oh, uh, Fart Mike. Is uh is so I was the past week, um uh, not only would I fart on the mic, but I would <laughs> fart with with uh with a dev with my uh, uh devil sound effects on it. So it would produce this crazy noise, and uh and so that's 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 what it was. I'll, I'll tell you guys this, um, and actually, I'm going to get in a little bit of trouble for saying this, but I, I think I'll just deal with the consequences. But I uh, I actually don't fart very much. I don't know what it is about maybe like my stomach bacteria or whatever, but like I don't fart very much. Blue Blue is the farter of the group. Okay. I, I do burp a lot. I burp a lot, but I don't I don't really fart like frequently. I don't I don't know, dude. Why, why would that piss people off? No, no, it, it, Blue is going to be... Oh, she, okay. She, she's like, don't tell people that I fart. And it's like, well, people know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they do. They do. But yeah, you're right. If she finds out that you talked about that, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else, Kyle? Yeah, so I saw uh, I saw this other... Um, I see... Are you, you're standing up right now. Do you have to pee or something, dude? No, what I'm doing is uh, I'm stretching my leg. I do that from time to time. Oh, that makes sense. Um, so I read this article. Um, so tell me, tell me your thoughts about this, Alexander, because it mm-hmm. doesn't make any damn, it doesn't make any damn sense to me. So scientists, um, I'm just putting them all in a group. They re- they released an article, or well, journalists wrote the article, but scientists basically did this experiment, right? They tried to like grow some fucking plants um, in moon dust, like the stuff they brought back from you know way back in. When, yeah, whatever. Of it went. course, of course. So, they, so they want they wanted to plant some plants, and they're like, okay, let's see what happens. And they were like, we're not confident this is going to work. But then they were all pumped because it worked. Right? The plants grew. Now it didn't grow like as big as a regular plant on Earth or whatever, because right. like Earth <laughs> or moon, moon dust is different, right? But anyways, they're like. It was a fucking, it was a fucking success, dude. And so next stop, we're going to do it on the moon, basically, right? Okay. And then, like, I read the whole article, and I, t- I tell you, like, I, I clicked around, and I I tried to do, like, some research, you know what I mean? I tried to do a little, like, a little background info on this shit. Um, and clicked into some different articles, and nowhere does it say that, that they uh, factored in the fact that Earth has oxygen and the fucking moon doesn't, dude. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm reading this fucking thing, and I'm well, like, dude. I think I'm that like, how you gonna there's no fucking 
air, dude. <laughs> well, I don't think plants need air to grow. I think they need uh, uh, CO2. I think I think a plant. You, know, you might be right. I think I'm going back to seventh. I'm going back to seventh grade on this one. I think you just you're right. I but think is I, there any fucking <laughs> CO2 on the moon? I don't think so. I don't. I, I'm, you know, I don't know. All I know is that plants give off oxygen. They help create the atmosphere, but they they uh, you you like they thrive on CO2, water, and sunlight. <laughs> yep. Okay, so yeah, I fucked I fucked up a little bit on that one, but I'm still I'm just like okay, so that point. Let's forget I said that. That point aside, I still think they're gonna have to do some more fucking legwork before they start planting shit on the moon. You know what I mean? They can't just be like, ah, oh, totally, dude, worked on Earth. Okay, fucking work on the moon. So NASA NASA scientists are gonna say Kyle just said we need to do more legwork. <laughs> Can we? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get some more leg work before we can continue this. Aram, Aram, Aram says Eric uh, comes out of these conversations sounding brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Dude. Oh fuck! Uh, but however, Chris, Chris K has got my back, dude. Two on the money. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know if he's got your back. I have no idea what's on the moon. All I know is that plants don't need oxygen to grow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So that's true. Um, yeah. You know, I'm 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 rusty. I'm I'm just rusty because I wasn't on the show. Well, I was on the show last week. Yes. So Come on. Quit making excuses. It's okay to be a dumbass. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I like it. I I like it better that way. All right, you are the best. I uh, I I want to. I hope you have a great weekend. And uh, yeah, keep uh, keep doing your thing. Hope you stay busy over at Dumpster Divers. If anybody wants a dumpster, needs a dumpster at the residence or their business, dumpsterdiversllc.com. You can order it right there. You can do do it all on the website, or you can actually make a phone call and uh, talk to Kyle over at Dumpsters. And I had the number, but I don't have it off the top of my head, so I apologize. It's on the website. Yep. Yeah. Six one six three seven five nine nine six two, baby. All right. Hey, very good, buddy. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Appreciate you. All right. Talk to you. See ya. There you go, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Once again. Uh, he's like, all right. See you later. Bye. Oh, that was great. Um. All right, zero punctuation brought to you by Patriot Nick. Oh, yeah, that's that's hard. That's hard to read. I know what you're talking about. It's a regular thing. I gave him benefit of the doubt that it was voice to text, but I don't think it is. I think he just does it that way. I can't. I can't function that way. I try to. Uh, I try to get the correct punctuation, and then if I do it wrong, I actually follow up the text with. That's in, that's inaccurate. I should not have had a, a period there. It should have been a question mark. I'm so sorry about it's embarrassing. It's the OCD, ADHD. It's all it's all blended together, you know. Oh boy, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, Berlin Raceway racing going on this weekend. Starts at 4 p.m. Saturday, berlinraceway.com to get tickets. When you buy them online, they are $12, $12 a pop 
for a ticket, 15 and under, free. I love that so much, okay? Racing at Berlin Raceway. You can bring in the 12 by 18 cooler, you know, maybe the thing you take for lunch at work. You can put your own snacks in there. You don't have to buy their food. You can if you want, you know. They pack five to 10,000 every Saturday there. It's incredible. My God. I was talking with Jeff Striegel from Berlin Raceway on the huge show, and we had an off-air conversation because it's it's just it's really fun. It's great, and uh, but if you don't go that often and you don't follow it regularly, you don't know who the stars are of the uh, racing scene locally, okay? And um, now you, you can get up to speed by, uh, uh, you know, going often, but we had a discussion about how come the local TV stations don't cover racing, you know, go, they only care when someone gets hurt and that's the truth. So you go there, you, you cover it and you interview the drivers. These are all local dudes who work all week long, 50 to 60 hours. And then at night they work on the cars so that they run the way they're supposed to run. And, uh, and then they, they go race. They should all be local stars. Seriously. Uh, I love the whole idea of the local racing scene at Berlin Raceway. BerlinRaceway.com. Get tickets. Please support the sponsors. Uh, Blue Frost IT. Okay. So, you know, you have a business, you have tech, and something goes wrong. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? If you don't have a uh, tech company, an IT company already um, taking care of what is yours, uh, solving this problem is going to take you a lot longer, losing time, losing money, losing productivity. That's all the way it is. Think about Blue Frost IT, the number one rated IT company in West Michigan. Blue Frost IT, online at bluefrostit.com. That's 616-285-50. 616-285-50. Keeping an eye on the dogs. Um, all right, while I'm at it, Van Dyke Mortgage, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you're in need of a mortgage, 231-332-6505. Thank you to Mario for being part of this show. You are awesome. Six dots, uh, 231-332-6505. Whether it's your 10th mortgage, your first mortgage, he can help you out. Um, yes, the interest rates are going up. Last year, you could have gotten a mortgage for a considerably less interest rate than what they have now, but that's the way it's going. They're trying to... Uh, their interest rates are going up, at least for now. But you can still get a mortgage, okay? It's just going to be a higher interest mortgage. Doesn't mean you can't get one. 231-332-6505. Okay. Uh, Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for that. Thank you. Buyinsurancehere.com. That would be Frank Fuss. If you are in need of insurance on the marketplace, you know Obamacare. Excuse me. <clears throat> Don't just go to healthcare.gov and try to figure it out on your own. Have Frank do all the work. Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. You can reach out to him, text or phone call 616-914-4070. He'll pick up the MAGA phone and talk to you. He's going to send you a link. That is a uh, book an appointment link. Do it. It could be just a phone call. It could be whatever you want. He can meet you for coffee. You can go to his workplace. He can come to your house. He makes it very easy for you. His services are free, and he's just going to make sure that you have all the boxes checked appropriately when you get 
your Obamacare. Okay. Buyinsurancehere.com is his website. If you need more information or you want to just book an appointment uh, via that, you can do that. What are you doing, Bruce? Hey, buddy. Uh, the uh, Rick on joining us early on the show. TC Paintball. TCPaintballGR.com. You can book your event for Saturday by calling up my friends at TC Paintball. Uh, TCPaintballGR.com. Fully stocked pro shop from countertop to ceiling, whatever you need. Go there, try out a gun, and have a great time. Uh, book some fun for Saturday. That's when you have to book because they're packed. Now, you're outside now, which is awesome, uh, weather permitting. If it gets terrible, you go inside, okay? You got, you're always taking care of a TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Gather up the bros, neighborhood kids, get the kids off the couch, okay? That's a problem, you know? Uh, too often, kids just sit there and rot playing video games. Get them moving, all right? motivate them get them out they will love it if they don't want to go make them go because once they go they're going to love it tcpaintballgr.com hang on hang on i need water oh oh boy <clears throat> excuse me last but not least for the this segment Full House Comedy. Go see a comedy show. Fullhousecomedy.com. Something fun to do. Usually Wednesdays through sometimes Sundays. There's comedy in West Michigan at several venues. Dr. Grins, no more. Uh, pretty much the comedy guru wide uh, open in the end zone is our one and only big dick, Donnie Veltman. Thank you very much, Don, uh, for the support over the years. You are the best. In this current setup of the podcast, um, okay. When I first left GRD for, you know, a month and a half, two months, I was doing, I'd put a video camera in front of my uh, face and do my little podcast and then upload the video. Uh, I, there was, uh, the first person to reach out was Rick from TC paintball. Um, and that was, that was awesome. You know, that was all these different people that were like helping me, uh, you know, keep the, keep it going, if you will. Um, then when the podcast started in this current form, it was Don Veltman in the first week that I was doing the podcast that he reached out and wanted to sponsor the show. We had had some conversations on the radio and, and, uh, but it never really panned out. Honestly, Don wanted to advertise on the radio show and this is so fucked up. I, the way you have to do it is you have to uh, inform the sales staff that you have a person who wants to advertise on the radio. So I passed along. I basically just he was he just he wanted to buy an ad campaign. He was ready to spend money on our show, Ben and the show with Ben and I on BBL. So I handed it off to the sales guy. I don't know who the hell he was. The uh, sales manager. I go. I have this client who wants to advertise on the show. Never called. They actually never called Big Dick Donnie. Now, the business model is get advertisers on the radio. You have a guy who you don't even have to work for. You just have to basically sign the agreement, and then you put his commercials on. They, they, no one called the guy. 
So when I started podcasting, he reached out to me. He goes, hey, can I sponsor the podcast? I was like, and that was because of the Patreon the first week. We had such an influx of people. It bought me some time. And uh, <clears throat> then I still didn't know if I was going to do it every day. Once I got Don on as a sponsor and then Rick shortly after, I was like, oh, well, that's two sponsors in the books. I bet if I can just get a handful more, I can make it a year. And that's that's it. We made it the first year and uh, just kind of haven't really changed anything, you know. Alex Jones, um, I found this kind of funny, actually. I think that if you take him with a grain of salt, he actually is hilarious. The problem is too many people think that this is not an act. Okay? A lot of the times when I'm doing a rant or whatever this, whatever the hell, you know, pulling back the curtain, I know I'm just, spewing bullshit that pops into my head. I'm aware of that. If he's doing that, and he may be, but I don't know if I believe it. Um, if he is doing that, that's comedy. But I honestly think that he is intentionally trying to influence really, really damaged individuals, <laughs> brain dead people. Adam says, you think Alex is faking it. I think he drank some of the Kool-Aid. Maybe. I don't know. The fact that we can't really put a fine point as to what's going on in this guy's head, okay, is actually very good for business. However, when you go down the road of suggesting that uh, Sandy Hook was fake, you know... <clears throat> Ultimately, it's gone the way it has, where he was sued. <coughs> Excuse me, he had to file Chapter 11. God knows what. Well, anyway, this all comes up because uh, he just freaked out, screaming at his audience to support him and buy his shit that he's hawking on his, uh, on his website. He's largely been neutered. The only way you can get his content is from his actual page. But this is uh, some reporter for, I don't know what this is, raw story. And she's kind of setting up what happened here. And then he screams. Far-right InfoWars founder and prominent conspiracy theorist Alex Jones had an angry meltdown this week, which is not unusual for the highly irritable anti-government radio host. Jones has been making recent headlines after filing for bankruptcy in the face of lawsuits over his spurious disinformation campaign regarding the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. What is different about this most recent rant, however, was that the subject of Jones's ire appeared to be his own viewers for not spending enough money at the InfoWars oh, store fuck. on things like B12 vitamin supplements before also <laughs> encouraging viewers to make a donation to Trump ally. Can you imagine if I sat here and screamed at you because you didn't buy a T-shirt? I mean, I'm an asshole, but I, I mean, seriously, I just kind of like, it's there if you want it. Uh, hey, if you can't support the sponsors, you know, I kind of go about it that way, but screaming at you for 
If I if I'm yeah making you feel bad because you didn't buy a Patreon membership, what the fuck? Can you imagine how terrible every it's up? Everybody already wants to kill me. Can you imagine if I did that? Roger Stone's legal defense fund. Take a look. And supporting our guest because everybody we have on is fighting with everything. Okay. They- Roger, he wants you to support the Roger Stone Defense Fund. Okay. This is great. <laughs> Encouraging viewers to make a donation to Trump ally Roger Stone's legal defense fund. Take a look. And supporting our guest because everybody we have on is fighting with everything they've got. This is a war against you and your family of inflation and collapse. And they know everybody's going to wake up in the midst of it. That's why they want to silence the leaders because they think they can then defeat you. So when you keep us in the fight, you keep yourself in the fight. And this is life and death. <laughs> so go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products and sign up for all the shit and continue to support. Make a donation at the top and go to the Stone Defense Fund and make a donation to him because he's a gladiator and a champion <laughs> in the fight. And if you don't support us, you're helping the enemy. And I'm not bitching at listeners. I'm telling you, this is all-out war, Roger. All-out <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Let me just say that if I, okay, if I'm working there, if I'm on the other side of the glass, I'm laughing in his face. He is either a fantastic actor or a psychopath. Oh my God. I want to do it again. I'm sorry. I need to hear this again. Indulge me. Can then defeat you. So when you keep us in the fight, you keep yourself in the fight. And this is life and death. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products. Sign up for AutoShip and continue to support. Make a donation at the top and go to the Stone Defense Fund and make a donation to him. Because he's a gladiator and a champion in the fight. And if you don't support us, you're helping the enemy. And I'm not bitching at listeners. Yes, you are. I'm telling you, this is all-out war, Roger. All-out war indeed. Mr. Jones, as well as the InfoWars company itself, which has filed for bankruptcy protection, have continued to come under financial duress in recent months due to the lawsuits filed by the families of children who were murdered at the Sandy Hook Elementary School in 2012 and whom Jones falsely accused of being crisis actors. A regional Department of Justice trustee in Texas accused Jones of abusing the bankruptcy process to avoid paying what he owed to the Sandy Hook families. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to Raw Story TV. Please be sure to check out the headlines at rawstory.com. Stay informed and tap below to take... Okay. What's crazy about that? <clears throat> Richard writes, All out war! Lower voice, Roger. <laughs> um, when he said that, I can promise you, there were people going... Right on. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're damn right it's all out war. Yeah. Oh. Oh, speak speak the truth. Uh. I see a reference to the show The Critic. What the hell are you guys doing over there? All right. I'll bite. 
Let's go see what he's got for sale at Infowars.com. Okay. Uh, okay, you, you, it opens up, and uh, right away it gives you the ad, whether you like it or not. Experience the power of B12. 40%. Okay, so that's, that's it. you got to go buy the B12. Featured special reports, opinions, U.S. news, science and tech, politics, economy. Okay, InfoWars store. What's, what do we got? Um, all right, you can get gold. Wait, the first ever exclusive InfoWars and Alex Jones collectible of its kind. Okay, so whatever that is. Look at this picture of him. He has hair here. That is a very old picture of him. Look how young he looks. You can support free speech and donate Faraday bags. Who wouldn't want a, a durable waterproof nylon bag? You can get some B2. Look at all the different B12. B, uh, B you got Ultra 12, Survival Shield, Iodine. Uh, that's like in case there's a nuclear war or something like that. You can take this and say, you know, Winter Sun plus vitamin D was. A, look at these low prices. Brain Force Plus, Ultimate Bone Broth, support your immunity. I think he's said that if you buy and take all of these, you are protected from COVID. What is this? A Redux medium utility Faraday bag for phones. So Faraday bag, is that like um, you can, you're like, uh, your, your phone can't be like uh, infiltrated or something like that? Is that supposed to protect you from um, prying eyes? I think that that's what that is. Exclusive InfoWars limited di limited edition. What is this? Proprietary 24 karat .999 pure gold collectible. Who the fuck is going to buy this? What kind of asshole exists in the world that would buy any of this fucking shit? An Alex Jones was right t-shirt. That's actually a pretty fair price. Mine's cheaper, but still. Maybe he... Because I know that when you buy mine, that we, the uh, company that makes them, I think they soak you on the fucking shipping. So maybe Alex does that too. There's more. Let's go Brandon shirts. You can get a Let's, let's Go Brandon shirt. Fuck yes. All right. Yep. As low as seven ninety five. What? Now, now I can't beat that. <clears throat> the COVID land, the mask episode two. Okay, it's some. Who knows what the fuck that is? Wow, a lot going on there. Adam says, "Is that supposed to protect your phone from an EMP?" I don't know. Great Gabagool says, let's get Alex Jones to do a cameo for me. Is he on there? Hell, I'll contribute to that. Okay. He has to be, right? I mean, that's a that's a quick way to make a buck. 
No, I don't think I don't think he is. There's an Alexis Jones. He should he should absolutely do that. He would make a ton of cash because a lot of the reason why people pay attention to him is because of what we just saw. I you know, the entertainment value of that rant was great to see him carry on like that. That I think is funny. Now you and I are smarter than the fucking morons who believe that guy. We're smarter people than people who who uh, would pay attention to him. I- idiots think that that moron is actually, well, that actor, which is what he is, is correct. That's I am convinced that that is the thing. I don't think he believes. In fact, he's probably a Democrat. But he's too far down the road. He has created the character. He's been in character for years. And, and that's, that's the only logical explanation. Corey thinks he actually believes what he's saying. I don't believe that. I don't think anyone is that fucked up. I'm putting, I, that is, I'm going to go with that. Change my mind. Great Gabagool says, I mean, there are a bunch of people who I've heard worship Adolf Hitler who don't like me because I don't think, this is a quote from him. He said, I mean, there are a bunch of people who I've heard worship Adolf Hitler who don't like me because I don't think Jews have 14-inch fangs and drink blood and sneak around in bushes. (laughs) One of his best quotes. All right. Alex Jones. Absolutely hilarious. Okay, I've got another thing I want to share with you. It is um, the story... Uh, last week about the Kentucky Derby winner. Rich Strike was the horse, came out of nowhere. That that was absolutely fantastic how that happened, how that horse was behind by so much, and then like it was shot out of a cannon, uh, wins the race. The trainer of the horse is a southern gentleman by the name of Eric Reed. Uh, he at one point in January of this year, when no one knew who he was, made a joke and made a comment. Well, he made a comment on Twitter about Kamala Harris. And it was uh, someone named Sebastian Gorka, who has a blue check mark, said, so what exactly are Kamala's qualifications? Eric Reed, the trainer of Rich Strike, wrote, I heard she's good on her knees. Okay. All right. It is what it is. I don't think that's the end of the world. I mean, in this day and age, I mean, seriously. Um, so this guy comes out of obscurity, this Eric Reed, and uh, his horse the day before the race is not even in the race. But then they like, hey, we need a horse. We're down a horse. Uh, put Rich Strike in there. All right, sounds good. So Eric Reed is like, oh, fuck, my horse is in the Kentucky Derby. Holy shit. And his his, his horse wins the fucking thing. 80 to 1 odds. One of the biggest long shots that's ever happened. Uh, some dude on ESPN was interviewing him. And now this article is, is, a, is a right-leaning website. So they, they do position the story. Um, 
but I, I believe that this is true. They, they, they position in a way that a person who leans right would, would be sympathetic um, to what they're saying. But I, I kind of think that this is true. Uh, the headline is ESPN attempts to cancel the Kentucky Derby winning trainer over a mean tweet. There's no doubt that was a mean tweet. Um, this article reads, on Saturday, history was made at the Derby because of what I already talked about. Um, absolutely remarkable. Reed sat down for an interview with ESPN to discuss the race and the after effects, at least at first. This was on the show Outside the Lines. I used to watch that all the time. Bob Lee. The host is a man named John Barr. And this red state, this is redstate.com. They wrote, John Barr had a trap that he thought he could set for Reed. During their discussion, Barr springs on Reed about the tweet. Looking for an explanation about the comment. So what this guy did was he's bringing him in to discuss the win. And then out of the blue, he tries to get him with this moment right here. Of the United States. I have to ask you, was that your actual account? And was that a tweet from you? And if so, what do you have to say about that? I haven't seen anything about it. Haven't been told about it. Um, I don't know what's going on out there. I'm, I'm more concerned with Richie and what's going on with us and this great horse and how much he's helping everybody. So, um, you know, there's haters out there, and that's that's about how I'm going to leave something like that. Well, okay. So, again, people dig up. All you have to do in this day and age is have, if you have any degree of success, what is going to happen? is the world is going to try to make you pay. You cannot, if I, I'm fucked, if I ever uh, have something come my way, an opportunity, I'm dead. It's not going to happen. Okay? It's a miracle there are actually people that contract me to work for them. Because all that's going to happen is, let's say I get a job somewhere. Uh, doing morning drive in addition to the podcast. I'm dead. They're going to take all of my history and present it in a, in a bow and says, this is who you have now. How can you do this? And the radio company will fold and say, you're right. We have made a mistake. He is, he's gone. <coughs> so that's fucking sad. The guy's response, though, I think he, uh, I think I, you know, that that it's kind of it's kind of wonky to be, uh, um, you know, have that brought up. I think he did a reasonably good job, this Eric Reed, in staying cool. But I want to of the United States. I have to ask you, was that your actual account, and was that a tweet from you? And if so, what do you have to say about that? Okay, I would say yes, my account. Yes, it's a tweet from me, and I have nothing to say about it. And then just look at him. Yes, yes, and nothing. <laughs> you don't need to say another word. This guy, look at the look on this asshole's face. He's like, I got you. I got you, you fuck. United States. 
I have to ask you, was that your actual account? And was that a tweet from you? And if so, what do you have to say about that? Yes, yes, and nothing. And why are you asking? Why do you have to ask? Do you feel like because I'm now out in the open and people know me, you have to dig back in my past and skewer me over a silly comment uh, about somebody that no one cares about, you asshole? I haven't seen anything about it. haven't been told about it. Um, I don't know what's going on out there. He's lying. I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, don't lie. That makes it look worse. Yeah, I did it. It was hilarious. I bet you she sucks a mean dick. I'm, I'm more concerned with Richie and what's going on with us and this great horse and how much he's helping everybody. So. I, I love the way hillbillies say helping. Happen. He's happen. That's what Kenny says. He, he's going to help you. you know, there's haters out there, and that's, that's about how I want to leave something like that. Well, looking. All Southerners look like Kenny. This guy looks just like Kenny. They all have a very sweet, soft, they have sweet and soft features. See that? Look at that guy. He's a gentleman. He's so nice. Yeah, yeah we, we just want to hit people. Question from Maine Chris, 87. Eric, will you ever post some cooking content? I would love to. Because every time I talk about making something on here, I know it makes you hungry. And I love to kind of like talk when I'm doing it. I think it would be fantastic. I, I even have the way that I would do it down. I mean, I, I would shoot the footage, make the video, roll the video in here and narrate it. You know, actually narrate it. And it would be, I would be commenting on my own video. I have an absolute, you're right. That's something that needs to happen. Okay. However, it's all about time. Time, time, time. I have had so many things that I've wanted to do that I've talked about, and then they become just another broken promise. And it's embarrassing. I wanted to write a book. In fact, I wrote a chapter of my book about the whole kidney donation saga. I still want to do that. It was so, okay, I even had it where I had uh, hired a lady, a lady, and all I had to do was talk into a mic and tell a story, and then she would then do all the heavy lifting to make it a book. I'm like... She even set up a payment plan to do it. It was perfect. Did it happen? No. Could it still happen? Yeah. Now, here's where Kenny becomes less fun because he is now chronicling in written form several things to rub my nose and shit. To-do lists that never got done. Band, make a band, book, cooking book, bringing zoom trivia back why do i sit there and list all of your failures i would never dream about saying anything that would make you feel bad kenny chris says well the recipes are meticulous and very involved i can see how they would be 
Oh, that would be a lot of production. It's You're right, though. I, I would enjoy doing it and making it, but I'm still spread too thin. Honestly, I'm spread too thin. And that sounds very sexual. I'm spread too thin. But I am. Um, every day between doing this and then, you know, selling it and putting out fires. Like today, I had to put out a fire today to start the show. That was that was a fire putting out process that happened live on the show. I didn't want it to go that way, but it had to be. You can see how they, I had to bust out the fire hose and put out that fire. And by the way, by the way, you may have noticed that I expertly put out that fire. You know, there was an opportunity there for that fire to go five alarm. But it didn't go five alarm. Because the firefighter put out the fire. Just another feather in the cap of your old pal Eric Zane. But between that, all the things I said, taking care of this household the best I can with, you know, shit that I'm supposed to do, like feed the dogs, uh, wash Kevin's asshole, mow the lawn so Karen doesn't fucking give me a hard time, uh, you know, shit like that. And then like exercising, which I, I'm telling you, I'm starting to get the fucking eye of the tiger. We are on a, a, a 10 days in a row of running. 10 days in a row of running and lifting weights. Okay? Because the war is back on with Mike Ball. 20 weeks away from the Grand Rapids Half Marathon. It is back. The war to settle the score. I was embarrassed. I have licked my wounds and I am now prepared to slay this giant. Yesterday after the workout, I had some recovery food in the fridge. A container of B-dubs wings. Those vanished. Next up, fruity pebbles. Next up, peanut butter crunch. Two bowls. Boom. There you go. Now that is how you do it. Uh, main Chris says, I have two young kids. And when I get tired coaching, landscaping, opening the pool, handyman projects, I ask myself, what would easy do? Thank you, Chris. Nick says your best bet would be to get Mike ball to dangle some little Debbie in front of your face. You know, another knifing this show today in particular has been ripe with horrible knifings. Um, Rick told me to go fuck myself. I had to, I had to squelch that 
I think that's okay now. I mean, I don't want that to happen. I love him. That was horrible. That broke my heart. You know? Thank you. We have the asshole of the day coming up. Going to need nominations. Who you think is the asshole of the day? Be honest. If it's me, let me know. If I've done something that's too much for you, let me know. I need your votes for the asshole of the day. It could be Alex Jones. You know? It could be the people that support Alex Jones. Whatever. From what you've heard... In the last nearly two hours, I need an asshole of the day. All right. Hey, you can get my merchandise at ericsaneshow.com. You see, that's all I'll say. Tons of different t-shirt styles. I'm not going to yell at you, though. Let me help your business. If you have a business and you want me to spread the word about your business... Send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com. Thank you. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Fixing cars in West Michigan for many, many years. They just more than doubled the size of their capacity to work on those cars, and that is awesome. And they've got all the bases covered. Locally owned, veteran owned, lady owned. The lady is a veteran, okay? That's Jamie. She's in charge. That's Megan's sweet mother. Okay? And then she is married to Eric. He owns 49%. See what I did there? Megan is number three. Maybe number two. You know? She doesn't have an ownership stake yet, I don't think. But I would say she... If Jamie says Megan's number two, she's number two. And I don't know. But anyway... Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, NEV, servicing all makes and models, uh, foreign and domestic, with the exception of Volkswagens. Okay, whether it's preventative maintenance, something that just went crazy. Hey, a bunch of lights just went off on this car. Can you help me? Could be an older vehicle. Could be a newer vehicle. This is true. When it comes to EVs and hybrids, all the dealerships, they can do like basic stuff, but then... Ah, if something a little bit more complex comes their way in dealing with their customers, they very quietly call Irvine's. Hey, uh, can you, we get some help on this? And Irvine's is like, yeah, we can help you. You're going to pay for it, but we can help you. That's how that goes. The premier place to get your vehicle fixed in West Michigan, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Constantly being re-educated and reprogrammed technicians going to classes in all points and parts of the country to get updated uh, knowledge on how to service these vehicles. Okay, gone are the days when you got some fat-ass grease monkey who's uh, showing you the crack of his ass who, you know, is going to spray some uh, 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 starter fluid in your carburetor and charge you $300. No, this requires vast amounts of training to get this done. The way the cars are built these days, the, the uh, technicians need to be uh, informed and educated. So that's how it works, okay? Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Then, of course, Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. Thank you, Joe, for encouraging me to change my thermostat out on my own. You can do this, senior. You can do it. You can change your 
Tu madre es una puta. You can change your thermostat, señor. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, we got the AC tuned up, and now it's everything's great. And uh, you can do this, too. Uh, I pay him once a year uh, for the AC tune-up and the furnace tune-up, and then he's going to come back in six months and, and do the furnace. That's uh, part of being on a schedule with Joe. All those pieces of equipment, because of the nature of the workload that they take, you can't just run them every year and expect them to perform uh, at a high level every single year with no maintenance. If you don't get them serviced every year there it's slowly going to be diminishing in its workload or it's in, in its efficiency whether it's the ac or the furnace till it's working so hard to a point that it breaks okay sensors get clogged whatever whatever it may be uh, uh, uh wear and tear on the unit they're so good at this at a and e heating and cooling they can give you an idea of when the furnace or the ac is going to be done like for good you got a few more seasons left in this one. I can, they, they, they know. It's like they're the AC and furnace whisperer. When they install new ones, they will put in the comfort maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. Thank you. Call them 616-516-8579 today. All right. Asshole of the day. Um, asshole today, the contractor who stole the money. That would be, I forgot his name. I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to write who it is. Where the hell is my dry erase? I don't see the, hang on. Oh, this is embarrassing. You see, this is what happens on a podcast that would never happen on a radio show. If I'm doing a podcast and I can't find the writing instrument to write down the contractor and I'm on the radio, I, I, I wait. I look for it for one second. And then if it's not there, it's not there. And then you move on. Did one of you guys eat it? Oh, shit. That's terrible. Ah! Trace Contractor. There's Joe Martinez. Trace Antcliffe. Is that you, HVAC 71, Joe Martinez? Trace Antcliffe. Handcliffe or Antcliffe? Now I'm getting a Handcliffe. Which one is it? I thought it was Antcliff. Uh, Cole says, asshole today, three-way tie. Trace Antcliff. ESPN reporter. And people who don't like fart Mike. Congrats to Trace Antcliff. You are the asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. That is my time. Thank you for being here and enjoying the podcast. You are all exceptional, wonderful human beings, and I'm grateful for you. Have a wonderful rest of your Friday 
and a good weekend if I don't, uh, if you don't join me on the Patreon. I would love it if you would join me on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. More podcasting coming up on the Patreon. But thank you for listening to this one. Till next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.